We is hot. We hot. We here. It's up. <laughs> and y'all lucky today. I ain't wear. I ain't wear the mask because I felt like I needed to wear the mask because it was a stick up. You know, Ooh. it was a stick up. You mm. know, but you know we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna get into it. What's up, B? Two fights, you know, somebody was like, my draft kings, you know, <laughs> need to look good, even though it didn't make sense with the fight, but we'll talk about it. But that's yeah. like the only real thing that stuck out to me because I was just like, what? <laughs> no, it was, yeah, it was two of them, maybe two or three. It was two. two. Three. Maybe no, two. it was two. You thinking about last week too. <laughs> nope. It, it was two. It's always at least one every week, but like this week it was just like, hold up, hold up. Now y'all, y'all, y'all doing something different. But the, mm-hmm. the smart thing that a lot of a lot of guys was doing was getting it done. Yeah, you can't you cannot leave it up to the judges exactly. because it they, might not work out in your a, favor. Mm-hmm. Even though you did everything you were supposed to do, they're looking at something else. And I like what Dean Thomas said, keep it consistent so the players know what they need to do. Yeah. But my thing is go in and finish it and get it done every time. But exactly. I know that doesn't happen all of the time. But I think you have to be more about taking risks because more than often, they they tend to work out in your favor if you have yeah. the confidence behind it and you have the proper training. But mm-hmm. I think people are starting to coast to the end and it is, it's not working out in their favor at all. So like, yeah. that's not something that I would encourage people to do. Yeah, if they're trying to make a bunch of fights in a year, but all of them can end up in L's and that would defeat the purpose. So, you know, you got to pick and choose your battles, but I think it's starting to show that you need to pick the take them out battle all the time. Yeah. That mindset part, that Mm -hmm. confidence building. But, you know, it's good that we, this is how we starting to show off right now. This is how we started off. We getting right into it. We ain't ain't no, ain't no faints. Ain't no, ain't ain't no filling out process. Mm -hmm. (laughs) just getting right into it if y'all don't know what we talking about we talking about ufc vegas 55 home versus Vieira. we really gonna get into it it's the roundhouse round table it's me amani t i got b in the house hey it's the roundhouse round table and we better than cable let's get it i swear my glow up in lightning hot yeah something like lightning this shit a hit on my psychic she want me lick i'm excited See, I feel that that's my business, and that's why I'm business-minded. Need a push, get behind it. It's science, apply it. Worst come to worst, you tried it. Get a bag, get inspired. Shoot your shot, just the effort I admire. You're higher than you looking for friends at this point. Oh my God, my circle see, is smaller than the point. No cap. I'd rather sit in the voice than hearing the people in their voice. We already have business support. Let's get it. We got to get it. So UFC Vegas 55 was a night of knockouts and a night of robberies. So we going to talk about it. And the best way we could talk about it is with the no cap recap. So let's get into the no cap recap. Started off with Sam Hughes versus Elise Reed. Sam Hughes came in there strong. Normally, it always seemed like she got to get beat up a little bit. She got to get touched up a little bit. She got to know what she up against. She got to figure out which level to bring. So that might yeah. be what that is. And then then gets that takedown. 
And then the person that she's fighting, like, what the fuck? <laughs> wow, what happened? I was having a good time tagging you in your face. Huge ground game. And the control that she had was crazy because she kept taking her to the ground and just keeping her there. Yeah. She tried to get up. It was not working out in her favor. And those were the weakest bumps I've seen in my life. You could be dead, tired, and just, it's just it was just like... <laughs> It wasn't doing anything, and I was just like, are you serious? And then she ended up getting a TKO. It's probably yep. from them weak bumps, you yeah, know? Yeah. Maybe she was just out of gas. Yeah, I don't know. Was. Hey, cardio is going to be your best friend. It's going to help take you longer and, you know, take you to the deep waters that you need to get yeah. to it for your opponent to start making the mistakes they need for you to capitalize on. But if that gas tank's not there, then what are you relying on? Sam Hughes, if she keeps taking, like, that punishment that she has to take, She's going to be like the train. She's, she's going to be one of those people that like take a lot of damage and then comes through at the end. But that could help with her targeting her boxing and working on her boxing. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the times it's just the, it's the jab that gets through with her the most. Ooh. Every time, like every anybody that she's fighting against, the jab gets through. Like mm -hmm. whether she wins or loses, the jab is constantly getting through. So if it's just because uh, she like she's she's she has the movement it's just i think it's just her time and once the way she strikes the 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 seconds before she strikes is always like uh it's uh it's telegraph like you can tell it's coming Ooh. i think that you know tightening up on small little techniques boxing wise with that and at least read those bumps that you was doing was hurting my feelings but i know you were tired so for for bumps to get you up, get you up off your butt and get to get you up, the closer your foot is to your butt and then bump. That's 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 the best bump that you're going to get. The closer your foot is to your butt and then hips up. What the commentator say, if DC say you got it, take it to the bank. Oh, my <laughs> you're gonna goodness. get it. Exactly. You're going to get it with the arm bar. Man, them commentators just they relentless. They need to go yeah. ahead and just hire Dean Thomas and let him commentate. By himself, yeah, by himself with nobody else because all of this coaching that's going on is is so exhausting and annoying. Just let these people fight. Dean Thomas for commentator. We, hey, that's, that's I we put that. it, I'm putting that in because it's like he's always spot on. He doesn't necessarily have to coach and tell them what they need to do. Mm -hmm. He can speak on exactly what's happening, even in even in the small moments where they say, "Hey, Dean, what." What do you think? He'll say something that completely sums up the whole fight and will tell you everything that's going on in that, those mm -hmm. short seconds mm -hmm. and, and, and be spot on. And it's like the ones that's the commentators, they're like coaching. It's almost like they're getting bored of what's happening. And when they, they want to fill in the in-between so bad, they end up talking about, they end up coaching. Yeah. Doesn't really hope. Nope. And speaking of coach coaching, there's a lot of coaching for Chase Hooper versus Felipe uh, Colares. Ooh. And, and Chase Hooper, he did his thing. I like I like to see his progression. And I know I understand why they kind of push and they they love Chase Hooper. Like, because one, he he's he's a young guy. He's mm -hmm. coming up in the fight game and he's he's actually good. Mm -hmm. He has good jujitsu. He has good hands. And it's just like they just watching him grow in the UFC. So it's just like I understand you wanted to see him do great, but let that man swing. Yeah. And Chase Hooper and Sam Hughes 
were the underdogs that end up, you know, TK and O'Dare fight because Mm -hmm. most likely if it goes to the judges, they may go in the favor of the favorite. And that's, that's something that I noticed as a trend. So it's great that they went in there and got it done. And then Chase, uh, he came in with nonstop pace. He was just always in Felipe's face, you know, closing the distance and making sure he was close enough to do what he needs to do and the ground and pound in the third round was just phenomenal yeah and that's when he ended up getting the tko and then yeah and felipe he looked tired in the third round and then after that rear naked choke attempt he successfully got out of it via coaching but uh (laughs) (laughs) he still ended up getting a tko at the end so you know you could do everything you want and want a certain person to win, but you know the other opponent also hears you, and they're going to capitalize on these moments when they mm-hmm. see that they're adjusting to what the commentators are saying. Yep, yep. I think they they're gonna they're gonna see what happens, and, and a lot of times it's just like if you ever been like rolling and had your coach shout something out, and that's all you needed to get a finish. Like sometimes that's all it is, and they're doing just that. Yes. You know, they're doing just that. So it's just like, it's almost like you're contributing to their success when you're supposed to be from a neutral standpoint. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I don't know how, I don't know how they're going to continue to do that. Like, or if they, like, cause I noticed in the beginning, they it's like, they it's like somebody tells them like, Hey guys, make sure you guys are not coaching as much. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the first three fights, they won't be coaching. And that's when the fourth fight come and they start talking about uh, the in-betweens and, what you need to do to get out of this? Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Chase Hooper on getting it done again. Can't wait to see you fight again. Man, performance of the night. Performance of the night. Keep going up. Yeah. Keep going up, taking the fights that you're taking. But I feel like Chase Hooper eventually is going to, it, his competition level is coming close. And I don't know if it's all the way in the top 10. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the thing about that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it just takes time and experience, but. I just hope that like he he understands that he has time and he can develop his game inside the gym as well, not just in the octagon. Ooh, you know? I like that. Yeah. You know. Next, Jonathan Martinez versus Vince Morales. Mm-hmm. What you think about that? I think Morales had great counters, but he was also mm-hmm. taking a lot of beatings. Like he had that big ass knot that they was trying to cover up <laughs> after round one. You, know, you could even see. The- they immediately covered it up. They did not want it to show on camera. I didn't mm-hmm. know if they, you know, were trying to avoid the doctor from stopping it, but that thing was swollen. Martinez, he did a, a great job in round one. He controlled the round and he was fucking him up with them leg sticks <laughs> in round one. It like yeah. his leg, it, it just looked like it wasn't very good anymore. And he was, he did a great job controlling round two keeping him worried about the leg kicks because you can tell mm-hmm. he was very nervous about it. And so he was just doing a great job attacking the body. So I didn't have any complaints about the, the unanimous decision that went on yeah. here uh, because it was it was very just. Yeah, it was like levels better. It was like levels right. better. And then when it was like takedown time, that's when he just went, got his takedowns, did what he needed to do. Uh, put his hands on him, 57%, 88 significant strikes compared to his 51 Cause like mm-hmm. Morales was swinging for the fences mm-hmm. and uh, Martinez was just, you know, keeping It's almost like he would had, he, he was in sparring practice with somebody that was just throwing punches at him. Like just, Ooh, yeah. and he was just keeping his technique, mm-hmm. staying sharp, 
and you know getting his takedowns as needed yep. he, he was levels better he did what he needed to do technique will take <clears throat> you far no matter exactly. what you're doing <clears throat> technique will take you far hey look at this both morales is lost back to back no no okay all right my bad <laughs> yep he's like wait I'm, I'm gonna call him medic i know it's i know it's like medic or something like that or medic medic the, me, the medic the medic the, no the doctor medic medic <laughs> you know that's what they call him the doctor medic duh but <laughs> but there was a lot of coaching for morales about his jab to be straightened um and then once he did hear that from the commentators uh he did straighten it up but it was not enough for him and it was you know too late for him medic you know, already won this fight at this point. Yeah, there was, there was not much he could do, even though yeah. he did straighten up his jab. But I thought that was something interesting, and he did a good job attacking the full body. But like I said, Medich got the better advantage of him. TKO yeah, and, that, and round that two. Left hand. Ooh, a lot of guys don't be worried about that left hand, and then mm -hmm. that's when it just comes sneaks you every time. <laughs> so. <laughs> Omar Morales uh, is, is like he was doing a good job. You know, his confidence was there, mm -hmm. but it's like uh, Medic was just not, he was not going to be denied. That was like one of those things. He was just swinging with, with, with bad intentions. And yeah. He was really, he was really trying to get him out of there. That was his goal. And Morales <laughs> looked like he was trying to, you know, hang out in there for a little bit and it was not happening. Yeah, you can't always, you know, go in there wanting to hang out. Like, yeah. I get it. <laughs> I get it. But, like, I'm trying to take you out. It's, like, I don't want to yeah. be reckless with it, but I need to be strategic about it. Exactly. But I think it's just going to take being more aggressive with technique behind it to secure a lot of wins for people. Yeah. Speaking of wasn't a long night, didn't Ooh. take long. Uh, Dalton Almeida mm -hmm, mm -hmm. versus Parker Porter. Mm-hmm. This was a quick one. Yeah, it was. And I'm very happy about that. This was a quick one. It was like real quick, real quick. Porter. I'm looking at the numbers right now. When Porter was taken down and Alameda airborne is big ass. Like he looked very foreign being down there. Yes. It looked like he did not work being on bottom at all it looked like he didn't know what to do because he's used to you know being in a dominant position mm -hmm. but you have to work all angles and i'm glad he took that route to make it unexpected because he didn't even throw a shot he went immediately in for a shot to take him down but that's what got him the victory and yes. so he went up and wait for this fight, which I think is awesome, and came out with the win. Granted, it doesn't always happen like that, but it worked out great for him. And he immediately went for the takedown, worked out. The rear naked after that was constant, and he had constant control, but the commentators were coaching for the half guard for, for Porter. And, you know, it, it still didn't save him. So, yeah. It, it it really didn't because it's like it was just it was that domination like where every time he tried to move mm -hmm. he was there and then he had the punches <clears throat> to keep him occupied when he wanted to change his positions and move around yep and it's just like it's crazy because it's like parker porter has zero significant strikes zero takedowns 
Like he, everything is is zero. He, there was nothing he was able to do. And he when he caught him, that, do. that double leg was excellent. Like like can't, he um, he knew exactly what he wanted to do, and he did it. And it, it was, worked it, out for him. It was almost like all right, y'all don't want to give me no fight. All right, bet I'll go up and wait real quick, win a fight, and come back down, which I want to do. Mm-hmm. We it's not like he really went up anyway. <laughs> yeah because i'm trying to figure it i'm like where is the weight on this he, man he just really toned he was really built he looked like he he had the the adrenaline and the tank to go for three rounds but mm-hmm. that is that's a dangerous game to play with the heavyweight i think he was 40 pounds heavier it was between yeah. 40 and 60 yeah i think he was pounds. like was he like 220 something yeah and then uh parker was like 260 something if i'm not mistaken it was a huge difference i would not want that man on top of me so i'm happy he was able to get it done quickly because it could have turned quickly had that man got on top of him parker yeah yeah i think i think it could have turned quickly but at the same time uh when when big guys get on top of you like that when they're trying to punch you they got to like posture up and stuff Mm. so for him he he would either have to do jujitsu or posture up and if you mm-hmm. posture up, Almeida's getting from under him. Mm-hmm. And if he does jujitsu, I don't know. That that will probably be his best option. He's a brown belt, mm-hmm. but uh, Almeida, I guess he's a black belt. So he he went in there with like no respect for this dude. <laughs> 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 like, it was like he was gonna get him out the way either way. Like yeah. So yeah. And that's I'm looking what he forward did. to see. Um, what else he has to offer what's in store for him i'm excited to see his next fight because it's i think it's just gonna be exciting exactly light heavyweight Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah he he a problem for the heavyweight and the light heavyweight like yeah he's like i'll bounce around somebody would have put some weight on like Mm -hmm. if you put some weight on yeah we'll see about it shout out to alameda for getting the w round one so Mm -hmm. who's that rear naked getting it done next we got joseph ugly man holmes versus alan amadovsky 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 yeah holmes i like his mustache but you know he uh he caught a knee in round one that you know it it stung him a little bit but you know the rear naked Got him that TKO he needed, and I'm happy he made it a short night. Yeah, he snuck that shit in there because if he would have had to be in there for two more rounds with him, it probably would have been very difficult. Probably would have been very deep. Probably wouldn't have came out with the W. So yeah. I think it was one point where he probably just realized he had to, he, he had to get it. Mm-hmm. He had to get it. Mm-hmm. And plus, like, and, and it's just like when he's in there, I don't know. He looks new. He looks kind of new. It looks kind of green still mm. and it's like and and i think that's because like once he got his fights once he got his fights like because i think it was like contender series it was his last fight who they put him up against i think jamie pickett uh a guy like some uh super strong strong black dude that like is was like a prospect at one point in time those are the people they try to put him up against that. And then they put him up against uh, Amadovsky, who's another prospect, supposed to be like a, a wrestling guy, mm. pretty much that was supposed to finish him. 
and they and now he got a W off of it. So hopefully, you know what I'm saying? Like UFC don't keep trying. The UFC do that. They give certain people dogs and they get and they don't give some people dogs. They let people, some people just coast up the ranks like Sugar Sean. They let him just coast up the ranks, fight whoever he wanna fight. And then you got guys like Holmes like fighting dogs every mm-hmm. fight now. I but, think people are catching on as well. So well, everybody knows, but it's just like it's like, oh my goodness, he's gonna do it again, but I'm gonna watch the fight still. <laughs> yes, it's it's too many weird politics behind yeah. the scenes and favoritism, and yeah. it's not in the favor of minorities, and you can always see it. But I did like what um, I don't mean to cut into this, but what is her name? Vieira, Vieira, uh, Keatlin, Keatlin. Who went up against Holly Holmes? She's like, I'm a Brazilian. I'd rather not fight a Brazilian because, you know, it's just like knocking each other out. But they do that with black fighters all the time. They pin them up against each other and say, you know, you guys are both strikers. We're going to figure out which one's the best. And then we're going to elevate that person and just kind of give the the other one just like be like the gatekeeper for for other people. And it's just, Mm -hmm. come on. It happens. It happens very frequently. Yeah, and it sucks. Look, remember Black History Month. <laughs> yeah, like, like you'll you'll look at a card, look at a card, and, and see how often you'll see two white guys fighting. It's not often unless it's higher up in in the rankings, mm-hmm. you know. Because and then that's when the champions end up sifting through the through the mold because they're actually elite and they're not just put in those spots because of. They had a bunch of cans that they beat, right? You know, or they beat somebody that was super good at one point in time, and they caught them right at the uh, right at the decline of their career, where they were when they were able to study them enough. Mm. So it's just like that's why you get those fast finishes, like 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 with those Connor finishes. Like Connor was able to study those guys before he actually got to them. Those guys was running shit before they got there, and he was able to study it, come out there and make his his calculations and make it happen yeah it's so about doing your homework now people are trying to duplicate that and once they get to they, that level and they meet the adesanyas and they meet the usman's then that's when it's like it's a it's a quick stop to their show I like it. a quick stop to their show i like it i like it i like it this one was a weird one eric anders versus jiang park and Eric Anders was like coming forward the whole time, like the whole get, time getting takedowns. Like, and uh, I think Young Park was just striking and mixing it up, and he was landing when he needed. But the way he was landing it was almost like he was landing out of fear. He was landing out of desperation, out of survival. You know, just trying to counter everything. Yeah, cause Park. Um, I mean, it was good defense, but every time Anders would press forward, he would put him in a headlock to prevent the takedown. That's good strategy. I get it. You defended the takedown. Um, But it's like, but which one is more beneficial? Me being aggressive or me preventing the takedown? And I guess it depends how you look at it because you stopped this person from taking you down, but you didn't do anything else after that all you did was play defense all night and if you playing defense with no offense it's just what that means just like you just stopping things from happening and Andres he stayed busy trying to get the takedown and he attempted to take downs to slow down the attacks um but like I 
is I don't get it. I don't see, get it. It's like you said. It's like you know, if the fight is close enough, they'll give it to the betting favorite. And he was the betting favorite. He was, the betting he was favorite. definitely the betting favorite. But even at the end, he was surprised when he got his hand raised. Even <laughs> the crowd was surprised. I mean, they was all for it. Like, yeah, yeah. our dude won, but they were surprised too. I and keep it consistent. It's just it's, exactly. it can be very difficult. Like if I'm just judging based on you defending everything and you not being aggressive, that's not consistent. No. But like, no. but it kind of worked out for. Uh, What's her name? She just fought uh, Rose. That's kind of the same thing that just happened, though. She was uh, defending. No, she was being aggressive. Rose was running. So that's kind of that's not the same thing. She was the aggressor. So I understand why she won. But he's the defender. So I'm not really I don't know. That was weird. That one was weird. It was weird. And, uh, this next one was weird. Uh, Pollyanna Viana versus Tabitha Ricci. Uh, she just kind of laid on the ground. Like it's like she wanted to do jujitsu more than actually strike. I think she ain't like being hit. I probably not, but she was kicking the shit out of her from the ground though. Yeah. And it's it was getting a little bit frustrating because her corner was very quiet. They've been there for three weeks. Uh Charles Oliveira, it was a dude fight last week. They were very vocal, very loud. And but for her, they they stayed pretty silent. And I didn't like that. Um, because like what are y'all training? Cause the other players knew how to hit. I get, you know, jujitsu, I get it, but like you need other weapons in the chamber. And I, and I believe like she was just only going to jujitsu trying to submit her and it wasn't working out for her. And then she didn't change the game plan. She just kept doing the same thing. So I understand why she lost in this situation. Tabitha was definitely being the aggressor and just trying to make something happen. Yeah. But it's almost like she, she was, she was, wasn't really doing more, but she was doing more. So if that makes any sense, it's like, I feel like she wasn't really causing any damage. That's true. But, but she was being more active. And she know? was stopping all of what, you know, she was trying to submit order because if she got in some really good positions to try to submit her and she escaped out of all of them. So yeah. I can understand why she won in this sense. And what is it? Polania? Polania? I don't even know how to say her name. She was just laying on the ground. Girl, you can't be doing that. Can't be out here just laying on the ground, up kicking people. She was making some good connects with those knees, but it was not enough. Yeah. Not enough to Richie, help her. Richie has to, you got to do some type of something when it, when girls on the ground and going at your knees like that. If you want to have a long career, you can't have somebody just attack your knees literally by themselves. Man, that crap was making my knees hurt. Just, girl, you don't see your knee moving like that? I wondered if she had to ice it. She was attacking both of them. So I wondered if she had to ice it after that for a couple of days because she was just, you can see the tremble in her entire leg whenever she made contact. Performance of the night. Chitty Nujukwani. It was in Jukwani. Chitty Nujukwani versus Tedrovic. Round one, TKO. Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's the, the we could keep it as as long as the the whole uh, <laughs> fight was, mm-hmm. which really was not that long. It looked like it could have been one of those fights where Tedrovic wrestled his way to it, but yeah. You know, when you got a jujitsu guy, then like, you know, they ain't going to let that happen too easy. Yeah, Chitty, uh, he had a darts that was deep in the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if when he went to circle around that it got loose, but 
it was deep. It was very deep. He abandoned it. Cool. Not gonna not gonna trip too much about it. Yeah, and Trajodic, he, yeah, he did a good job staying calm, but that elbow to the face took him out. I didn't, I didn't expect that. I thought it was going to be a submission, but that elbow just took him straight out. And I was like, yes. Well, when I saw him clinching so hard, I was thinking like, hopefully he, hopefully he got like one of those, a good, a good, like, you know, short strike package when it comes to like after the clinch. And and apparently he does because a lot of times, like when guys get in around uh, strikers and they start getting touched up too much, that's the first thing they want to do. It's clinch. It's clinch. And, you know, maybe him and Cannoneer do a class. Man, Cannoneer. I'm excited about that fight. Him and Cannoneer do a class called Dealing with Wrestlers. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, they'll make bank. They'll make bank. Everybody in the class. Yeah, all the strikers. All the strikers going to be like, take my money. (laughs) Please and thank you real quick. (laughs) Absolutely. I agree. I agree with that most definitely. Speaking of of the night. Speaking of take my money. <laughs> Michael Pierre fighting again. Just take my money. <laughs> Wherever he fighting at, just take my money. Cause uh he's gonna make the he's gonna he's gonna like he's showing that he needs to have a fight night himself. <laughs> he needs to have a fight night for real. Or be on some main card pay-per-view something well he was on this main car he was the co-main event um and how do you say it Ponza. I'm, I'm not talking i'm talking about pay-per-view oh ponza yeah. nebo nebo yeah and he's really good too like he's that's really what i'm saying good. like they not they not giving michael pierre no cans they're not giving him nobody that's just like a walkthrough mm-hmm. so it's just like they gotta eventually give him some food you know he's talking yeah. about the top 10 and like the the ranking like Yes, he needs to. He needs to really. He's in the fourteen. What he needs to get yep. some food. Pierre had great head movement and Ponzanibo. He wanted to connect so bad. He was throwing everything into his punches every time he punched for the first two rounds. He got a little tired in round three, but then they started banging. You know, at the end mm-hmm. of three, but it wasn't enough to save him. I did enjoy this fight. Um, I do feel like. It was a lot of aggression on both sides. Granted, it didn't go his way. It was still a good fight. Mm, that's five in a row. He wants some food. Mm, yep. He said he wanted to be ranked. He ranked down. So exactly. So now it's just like I want to see what he does next. Who he fights next. Hopefully he keeps this, his focus and he keeps that entertainment side. Like he keeps that side, that fun side that that gets him those lands that he gets. Those he a lot of those strikes, he touches people just because they are like just so in his world like trying to figure out what he wants to do and like watching him like when he hit that flip in the middle of the fight yep nah the the funniest thing was when he did a backflip on the dude forehead i was like oh my goodness that's the one i'm talking about oh my goodness that oh that one that was oh my goodness like yeah you gotta be mad now you a super highlight like because that's like not a super highlight (laughs) For real. Like you flip on your forehead. God damn. All right. Let's talk about this disappointment of Holly Holmes and, and I was Caitlin. Trying to, I was trying to. But no. either way, main event, shout out to Vieira. She got in there and she was really she was she was trying to okay. Let me just Holly Holm got robbed in the way of how I would view a fight. If someone's pressing you up against the cage and touching you when they want to, that is like 
a certain form of control. You know, I've seen people win like that. TJ Dillashaw versus Sam Hagen. That's the main one that I've seen somebody win by pushing somebody up against the cage. In this fight, it's almost like it wasn't like that. It's like she tried to use that formula and it didn't work. So now Vieira won. She was more dominant. She was mixing it up, I guess. Real quick. Real quick, Holly Holm grabbed a cage for that rear naked. Nobody said nothing. That shit was deep. <laughs> she got out of it. That was deep. She was going. It looked like she tapped. I don't know why that fight continued, but it looked like she tapped. Yeah. She was tired in round three and hurt and tired, but she she still kept pushing forward. Vieira, she was fucking her up with the knees, and but she needed to be more aggressive. And that was like the only thing mm-hmm. I was screaming for is for her to be more aggressive. Like she had everything there but she wasn't being aggressive and she just get, got caught on the defense a lot. So I was just wanting more from her. I did want her to win, but not like this. Not like this, no. With, so what this was Jermaine a robbery. Said, not, this, not this way. It was not a robbery. It was a robbery. That was, yeah. Sorry to sorry to hear that, but like I wanted Vieira to win anyway in my heart, but I, I put money on Holly Holmes, so I was upset either way. <laughs> so so like because that's how it was supposed to go but hey it's the roundhouse roundtable this was the no cap recap for ufc vegas 55 make sure y'all tune in with us on itunes spotify amazon anywhere that's why i use a heat as a sword because keep the peace is important they go keys for you say please that's one please don't need no one is two please Don't leave, that's three, four, if you do.